0: How's it going? Welcome to the 105 Way Podcast. I'm your host, JL.
1: And I am your co-host, Patricia. Today, we will be talking about the journey to authorship. While I have edited numerous of other authors' books, I have personally not written one myself. Yet, of course. Now, JL, I know you have written a book and you are working on your second. That's right. I will let you take the lead on this and we will go over some of the common questions authors may have when writing their first book.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, Just with us being in existence for the past year and change, uh, going on two years in January. you know talking to our authors every single uh free consultation that we have we talk to authors about not only their book but why they wrote their book and then some of the challenges that they faced um when overcoming things like writer's block and maybe you know just overall doubt and things like that and i'm definitely looking forward to having uh some of our authors um on this podcast in later episodes uh, so that will definitely be fun. But yes, yes, I'm I'm looking forward to this one because I know that a lot of authors are learning from our author advice videos. Yeah. And so to go a little bit more in depth, um, longer than just those little three to five minute uh, snippets that we put on our author advice, I think will be very helpful.
1: Absolutely. And some of these questions you can Google on your own, but all of these websites that have the answers it it doesn't really give you any type of personal experience so we'll start off with the first question which is how do you get started on writing a book
0: so getting started is definitely the hardest part um it is very very easy really with with many things that you do uh in life um whether it's going to the gym or uh, trying to eat healthy, or uh, in my case, I've taken like numerous martial arts classes and just stopped like I'm a white belt in numerous uh, <laughs> styles of martial arts. Um, starting anything uh, can really be a challenge, especially if you're truly not passionate about it. And so I think that when it comes to, how to even get started you have to look at what can I stick with right so my first book it was a memoir talking about growing up in New York City during 9-11 and how 9-11 really affected the way I viewed people from the Middle East individuals who identified as Muslims um, and how I allowed uh, such an immense hatred to go on for so long and the story of how I overcame it so that was something that I could see myself writing about for a long time. Um, I could see myself spending two hours, three hours uh, just consistently writing, just consistently putting words on paper. And then eventually it got to a point where I did hit writer's block. And the only reason why I finished was because I then came up with a word count goal. So then it turned from write for two to three hours every day to at least get 500 words down today. Right. And so once I got to 500 and I was getting close to the end, I increased that 500 to 1500 words. Okay. And so it starts with knowing that you want this story out there because of this, right? It doesn't matter what you write about. That's nonfiction or fiction. There's a reason that you're writing your story. There's a reason that you want to do this particular genre that you are doing, okay? And so once you figure that out, And you realize, yes, this is something that I am truly passionate about and I am going to finish this story and no one's going to stop me. Once you get to that point, I mean, it's over with. You're going to be an author in no time. Definitely look at what do I find entertaining, right? And so if someone were to tell me to write a fantasy story, for example, personally, I'm not into fantasy, so I know that I may start, but deep down, I'm not going to finish. If you want me to write about crime stuff, law enforcement related stuff, I have experience in law enforcement prior to um, working for myself. So that is something that I still and passionate about. I'll watch First 48 every now and then or um, SWAT or something like that. So I still do like law enforcement related things. So I can write one, two, numerous books on crime scene related things because that's what I'm interested in. Okay. So sometimes I'll get authors who, when I ask them their why, there's not a really good answer for it sometimes and I actually saw a post about this someone actually typed in a post is it okay to write a book on something that was a New York Times bestseller and then just make your own spin on it that guy's never gonna finish that book like ever because he literally saw the success from that other author's book and said huh if I write the same book although I don't have the same name if I write the same book Many people are going to be interested in the exact same category, and I'm going to make the big bucks just like he or she did. That's not how it works. You have to write what you love, what you can see yourself continuously doing. And here's the thing. When I say continuously doing, I don't mean writer's block is negated. It's going to happen. There's going to be a point in time, especially if you're working full time. This is something that you're kind of doing as a as a side thing or you aspire to be a full time author doing speaking engagements and and, uh, you know, and things that are going to lead you to uh, being an entrepreneur ultimately. Right. Right. if you have other obligations right now, such so as a job, family, things like that, I'm telling you, it's going to happen where you are going to be like, eh, I don't feel like writing today. Eh, I don't feel like writing tomorrow either. In my opinion, I think once you get to day two of I'm not feeling like it, that is the start of writer's block and again it happens to all of us so if you're going through that right now just know that it is normal okay and so um i hope that answered uh the initial question um you know getting started i'd like to go off the the whole nike slogan you know just do it right uh but it really is just doing it it is starting knowing that you're going to have uh Uh, mountains to climb during your writing process and deciding in your heart that even with those hurdles, I'm still going to finish and be a published author.
1: That's a really great point, JL. Um, I've been thinking about writing a book myself and coming up with what I want to write about has been the hardest part. So what you said, um, focusing on what your interests are. That's a great starting point for myself. So for example, I'm very interested in relationships, love, mysteries. So using my interests, that's where I can get started. Taking those genres and creating my own mixture can help me get started
0: yeah yeah most definitely and it's it's you know it's definitely harder um than it seems um a lot of people would just say oh i just put a pen to paper and 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 that's it well i'll be honest with you i've seen some of those submissions where someone just thinks that uh there's not time and effort into this and they kind of just want to write a story real quick and boom go ahead and fix this for me so i can be a published author yeah um some stories we you know I, I tell this story all the time there's one particular individual and um, in, uh, I think he was in in somewhere in the UK and uh, we did a free consultation for him for him and I was like you know I mean I didn't really know what I had we had our editor um megan look it over and um, we didn't really know what the heck he was talking about and so it's like he put a lot of words on paper. But you know like what what what's your goal here? like do you just really want to be published? did you did you take the time to to even see like if this flowed well or did you get any type of uh, advice from from other people? Um, you know it's it's uh, it's definitely something that is not easy, but it's rewarding.
1: absolutely. And that brings us to our next question. So after you have an idea of what you want to write about and you write about it, what do you do after that? Um, JL, can you, you know, answer this question, whether, what are the next steps after writing your story?
0: So once you're done with your manuscript, um, you have to decide what, uh, type of publishing you want to do, um, So there are primarily two categories, and that is to traditionally publish or to self-publish. I think that if you are looking to traditionally publish, the one thing that you definitely want to do is get your manuscript edited. We have an author advice about this. And I cannot stress enough, I edit manuscripts, you edit manuscripts, you can probably help with uh, this part of the answer. it is imperative that you get someone to look over your work um, and, and edit it because if you submit something that is just ridiculous, um, best believe you're going to get passed on. Because if your entire first chapter is run on sentences, right, your entire first chapter is just thought after thought after and no breaking it up, just continuous, continuous. That's something that is probably not going to get picked up. So editing is imperative, whether you're going the traditional publishing route or the self-publishing. Now, as you all may know, We focus on helping authors self-publish their books. Um, All of our authors keep 100% of their royalties when they uh, work with us. And so our very first step is the editing process, right? We want their book to make uh, complete sense. So once you're done writing your manuscript, look for an editor, right? Um, I always tell people when looking for an editor ask for references or if they already have a link where you can see the reviews that they have done before um you know that's the best way to find out uh what editor is best for you so that'll be the very next step is finding an editor um if you are looking to self-publish you will obviously need from beginning to end editing formatting book cover design um as far as your book cover design is concerned you know you want a cover that describes your story i can't stress that enough when i was thinking about my cover when i put the title i used to be racist then i put the skyline of lower manhattan and then i put the shadow of the twin towers right behind the freedom tower I actually had readers tell me, I know exactly who you were racist towards just from your cover. That's what you're looking for, right? That's what you're looking for is someone to see your cover and say, hmm, okay, there's a story in the cover by itself, right? So that's your main focus for the cover design, Um You know, after you get your cover designed, you know, now we're looking at things like assigning your ISBN and barcode, um, doing your official U.S. copyright, um, getting your Library of Congress number so your book can be in libraries, and then um, uploading your book to places like Amazon, Apple Books, Google Play Books, and, and websites like that. But before you even upload, you may want to come up with a strategy of, okay, so this is when my book's coming out and I want to start posting things on social media, primarily to friends and family about my book release. Keep in mind, when it comes to the release of your book, there have been, look it up, there have been best-selling books that started by word of mouth. Word of mouth got it started And then from there, it expanded and became a bestseller. Uh, I'm happy to say that we've had two bestsellers um, on Amazon thus far uh, in the new releases in their particular section. And it started with hyping it up, word of mouth, them posting it, us posting it. And it starts with that, and then once it's released, people then go ahead and, and and buy your book because they've known for a little bit now it's coming out. So that's just kind of a quick uh, overview of the step-by-step on the self-publishing route. Um, of course, with traditional publishing, you know, you just have, I mean, you have to be patient. Any person who has submitted their manuscripts to publishers, to traditional publishing houses who are accepting submissions, knows that it's most likely not going to be your first couple go rounds when it comes to your submission. Um, knowing to do your research as well, if you've never heard of the publishing company, that includes us as well. Uh, always do your research on whoever you're looking to submit your manuscript to. And biggest thing, new authors, if any company charges you a fee to put your book together And they get a percentage of your royalties. That just doesn't make any sense. Ever. I'm going to say this again. If a publishing company charges you. right? Worst case scenario I've heard recently was $10,000. They paid $5,000. Made these promises verbally. And then with the first $5,000 they literally did nothing. And then that person was working with an attorney to get their $5,000 back. They not only had to pay $10,000 total dollars. But then the publishing company was getting like 25% royalties. Never, ever, ever do that. Ever. It's one or the other. Either the company's going to take you on, and then in most cases, the publishing company gets substantially more in royalties because they're the ones taking on your book with no cost to you and representing you and getting your book out there, or... They're putting everything together for you step by step in the method of publishing services. And then when your book is sold, they shouldn't get a dime. Absolutely love the authors that have told me that they have made their money back from the investment and more. That's like a really, really good feeling. I'm sure you agree with that too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, You know, it's it's great to know that you invested your money in something and it was well worth it. Um, So, you know, after your manuscript is done, deciding which route you want to go—traditional or um, self-publishing—that would be the next uh, step.
1: Now, JL, for this next question, you touched on it a little bit, which is what's the difference between self-publishing and traditional publishing. Now there's a third publisher that you should stay away from, which you talked about. Um, JL, tell us a little bit more on how 105 started and give a little bit of background on your experience with this third type of publisher
0: yeah it's um you know the reason why i I sounded so strongly uh, uh as far as my feelings was concerned towards companies like that is because I dealt with one of them um you know i i was I was out around a little over five five thousand plus dollars um from a company who made promises and never kept them as a matter of fact uh till today they still haven't paid um any royalties uh to me at all, and my book was on numerous different websites um, uh, that I did not know they were going to be on. And even when I did make sales on Amazon, because people personal to me, or I remember at one book event, someone actually showed me, look, I just uh, bought your book on Amazon. The publishing company said, Oh, I don't know what's going on. You're going to have to call Amazon. Then when I called Amazon, they were like, that doesn't even make any sense. And I know this now because we you know, we've published so many books, that doesn't make any sense because they're the ones who upload your book under their account. So they would see that you sold books. So it was just a back and forth game. And it even took two months for me to get out of the contract with them and to get them to stop representing my book, which they didn't fully do. um, But, you know, it it, it was just a nightmare. and, And that's the main reason why I started 105 Publishing, because no one should ever Have to go through what I went through and what many, many other people are going through. Um, It is, it's, it's unfortunate. And there are, there's sharks out there in every industry, but especially when it comes to publishing. And it's really been a a blessing to add uh, people like yourself and like Byron um, onto the. 105 publishing team, um, because, you know, I I just know that we are consistently doing right by people.
1: I agree, JL, and I appreciate you for bringing me on. It has been so rewarding working with the 105 family and our various authors, bringing their books to life, Um, especially when they personally thank me and you and Byron for Helping them bring their ideas to an actual book. Um, That part, it just, it makes me happy. But enough on getting emotional and sappy. Uh, Back to the questions. (laughs) The last question is, once your book is published, what, what do you do then? Do you need marketing? Is it something that's worth spending the extra money on? Of course, we're talking about self-publishing here. So, JL?
0: To be honest, uh, a lot of things you really don't have to spend the extra money on, Um, although we do offer uh, additional marketing once your book is completed. um, It's not something that you actually have to do. There are many things that you can do on your own, such as type in Google um, book festivals in my area, right? For me, for example, I wanted to start within a hour to two hour radius of any book festivals that I could find to sell my book at. Then from there, I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm willing to go a little bit further. And I looked at five hours and I got to a point where I looked at a 10 hour radius. I did ultimately, um, hire on some help myself, Um, in order to get a little bit further, uh, to get a lot of podcast interviews scheduled, to get a TED Talk scheduled literally the month that COVID got really bad. So that's a whole other story. But, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do on your own. The main thing you want to do is start with your inner circle. Ask them to then post on their Platforms that hey check this book out because then you know now you're reaching a new audience of their friends right and their associates and you do want to look up those events you do want to attend uh, different locations um, you know to to uh, either do a presentation or you don't have to do a, a you know the type of uh, event where. You're speaking if you just want to rent a table and sell your book and talk to people on a one-on-one basis instead of getting on a stage there are many ways you can market your book where it's do it yourself um, so that's you know it's it's it doesn't hurt um, I think if anything as far as marketing that's popular that doesn't make a lot of sense would be Facebook ads. I've seen Facebook ads or people have uh, asked about Facebook ads where they want to create a buy my book Facebook ad. And the only person making money a majority of the time with that is Facebook. So I wouldn't do that per se, but I would do things such as starting a podcast, right? Um, starting a podcast, I would do such things as looking at other podcasts who may be looking for yes speakers, One of the ways that I got on my initial interviews with some of the podcasts I did back in 2019 was looking at people in my realm, right? Looking at other people who talked about uh, whether it was history or or race-related or things like that, and then being a guest on their podcast. Look up people who are in your genre, in your category, and then see, hey, would you mind having me on your show, right? That's how you get exposure. So there are numerous ways to do it without spending the additional money, but having someone help you out to get your book out there a little bit more, um, it, it doesn't hurt at all.
1: Yeah. You might be that type of person that just doesn't want to do it yourself. Um, and that's fine. There's, there are marketers out there to help you get your book, um, on different platforms and, to get you into different book festivals and different book signing events. Um, But if you are a do-it-yourself person, there are different Facebook groups you can join. You can even contact your local libraries. Um, Google it, you know, Google is a great resource. Uh, Word of mouth is probably the number one way, uh, just reaching out to people and tell them to reach out to people. That's the number one way of marketing nowadays. I think JL will agree with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the cheapest. So, um, but yeah, so I, I do hope that in this episode, um, you know, you you take away at least one thing. That's always my goal, um, to learn at least one thing, whether it's an author advice video or this podcast. Um you know we just we just really want to help people uh whether they join the one o five family or not um you know that's 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 been the goal since one o five was created, and it will always um you know be a main focus of ours to bring books to life to make authors happy without a catch,
1: yep yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so yeah, in future episodes, we will have some of our authors on the podcast, just so you guys can get a different perspective other than ours. And we will uh, ask them questions um, and and they may have different answers from, from how I did it. You know, Um, everyone has a, has a different story and different ways of doing things. And so we want to get that variety so that every single story can at least relate to somebody. So more episodes to come.
1: We do hope that this episode has helped you as an author or future author. Um, and any questions that you may have that we might have not answered, you can definitely send us an email at the105way at 105publishing.com. Even if you want to include something that you want to hear on one of our episodes. We would love to hear your feedback, and we would love to answer any questions you may have.
0: Yes, that is a, a very good point. As a matter of fact, the most recent author advice video um, talking about profile stalking came from someone who uh, had a situation where they had their money stolen from an alleged um Illustrator and they really weren't an illustrator and that literally came from someone saying hey you should do an author advice on this so yes any any one of you listening if you have any further questions that we didn't touch on or use or you can say hey can you kind of touch on this more on a different episode we would love to see your recommendations so thank you for tuning in and we look forward to helping people out in our next episode.
1: This has been the 105 Way Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.